things it is not referring to a typical ex expression that is shown in the moment or time that is based on happenings but it's a position or posture that's based on faith Blessings to everyone. This is Marvin Kelly with the Platform Life. I am always grateful to be on here. It is a blessing and a privilege uh, to be on here just for people to even listen to what God is saying. That is a complete honor uh, that God has um, allowed that to be in this season. And I know uh, right now there's a lot of things that's going on in our world and we just need to pray about things that we don't understand. You have to understand that even though we don't understand it, God understands all things. We serve a God that holds it all in his hands. I, I remember a song I used to sing when I was a kid. It says he has the whole world in his hands. He has the whole world in his hands. And I really believe that he has the whole world in his hands. And I can see it through my own life, how things I just believe should have came out one way. And God comes and work it out another way. And um, things just uh, just work out for the good. I have experienced that in my life and I'm continually to experience God hands working out things in my life for the good. And if he does it just for my own individual life and he cares so much about that, I know he cares about the world and that the people that are in the world that he's going to work everything out for you as well. And um, I know I said next time I come back on here that we're going to be talking about a godly solution towards our nation. I am still working on that at this moment. And I was going to have just my pastor friend, him and I just on here speaking about that. Uh, but the Lord has uh, placed me another direction and I'm going to be bringing in uh, multiple people uh, that I have confidence in to talk about a godly solution for our nation. And I think that'll be very profitable to us to listen to. And that should be coming real, real soon, real soon. But I just wanted to get on here to talk about the position that I believe that God should have us in at this moment in time for our nation and for our world. And there's a lot of things that's going on. And I believe that this is uh, the point where God wants us in. And this is still the will of God for our lives. And I know a lot of people that has have been asking, God, what is your will for, for our lives? And I believe that this is the initial point, the initial point uh, for us to be in and order, order for God to establish uh, his detailed will for us. And as I said before, I know that there are a lot of people out there whose hearts and uh, are filled with so much concern towards what's going on. Uh, even towards this election uh, and the future of our country. But I just need you to know that God is still in control right now. He is still on the throne. And even though things are shifting, our powers are trans are transferring or whatever it may be, we don't understand all things. All I know is that God is still in power, that he is still in power. And he, he is watching over us. And uh, it said in, in the Bible, I think Romans chapter eight, it says that all things work together for the good, that all things work together. It didn't say some things that seem to be right, even the bad things, 
even talks about the bad and wicked things, it somehow works together for the good of this world and things is still coming to the end uh, in a good way uh, for us as believers. And just for a few minutes, I want to share uh, this revelation that God has laid in my spirit concerning uh, the position and the posture that I believe that we as the body of Christ should be in, especially in this moment in time that's upon us. For the Bible reference, this position that I'm going to talk about as God's preferred will for our lives. Also, this should be a positional standard uh, that we should hold at all times because this position will give us access to the very presence of God and bring peace to our hearts uh, in the midst of these moments. The first thing that God, uh, God's word declares by encouraging us is in First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, and it says, Cast all your cares upon him, uh, for he cares for you, for the Lord cares for you. And knowing and understanding that God has um, a way, that God has a way to bring everything that has been done and everything that we don't understand to a point of working out uh, for the good according to his plan, not our plans. It's not our plans. It's according to uh, God's plan, according to what he desires, what he wants for the direction of this world to go in in this time and season. And at this uh, moment, we should be asking God, Lord, what do you want us to do? Instead of sitting back and looking and worrying and in and, and the point of confusion in our hearts and minds, we should be asking God, God, what do you want us to do in the midst of this moment that can push the kingdom of God even more closer to uh, this earth or even uh, even right now uh, to be that light for this world? What do you want us to do to be that light that sit on the hill to be uh, that individual who is on that platform for the world to see? The Bible calls us a city that sits on a hill and we are we are needed right now in this moment in time. Uh, there's a scripture that I always pondered uh, on uh, in my spirit that shift my thinking concerning God's will. And I believe that this scripture should govern the lives of everyone and give them somewhat of a starting point or give them a start towards gaining a detailed plan of God's will in their lives. And um, I believe that this uh, this scripture will be a blessing in helping us um, towards what posture that we should be in in this moment of time uh, that will place us. Uh, in a place where God can have uh, complete access to your spiritual ears and provoke you to stay in this place to where you can pray, listen, and then obey um, what God will say to you when you consult him. Uh, the Bible states in Philippians chapter four, verses six and seven, and the New Living Translation, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. He says, then you will experience God's peace, uh, which exceed everything we can understand. And then his peace will guard your heart and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus. And the word guard right there is a military word that stands uh, hold, that stands uh, in guard. If I can say it like that, that stands in front of anything that would try to contaminate your heart and your mind. Um, as you live in Christ Jesus, the first thing you must have 
uh, is the cornerstone as your foundational component in your relationship with God. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus, it's simply Christ uh, being that first component that first component in your, your in your relationship with God. Uh, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 and 20, it says, Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers or foreigners, uh, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of apostles and prophets. But Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So you need him to be the cornerstone that holds the building together. Uh, he has to be the cornerstone in your foundation, in your foundation, if I could say it like that. The next to the cornerstone is a posture that that we must remain in um, that I believe in order for the building that you are building to be firmly established, because this posture will always keep you in the position of being humble. And this is the first initial instructions that I believe towards God's will uh, for our lives. The Bible declares in First Thessalonians chapter 5, uh, verses 18 in the King James, it says, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It says, In everything, talking about the placement of where you are in in your life concerning the particular moment in time. It says, In that time, in that moment, it says, Give thanks. For this is the will of God. You see that? This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. While you're living in Christ, our Christ is living in you. This is the will of God. This is the initial posture or position that you should be in for your life concerning you. Uh, Amplified Bible says this. It says in every situation, no matter what circumstance it is, be thankful It says, and continually giving thanks to God for this is the will. You see that word will? This is exactly what God desires for you to be in uh, for your life in Christ Jesus. When you begin to look at the text, the first thing you need to know concerning uh, God's will for you is that when the text talks about giving thanks, it is not referring to to a typical expression that is shown in the moment or time that is based on happenings, but it's a position or posture that's based on faith. That posture is saying that regardless of what I see, that faith kicks in and begin to praise God in the midst of all things, regardless of how things may look. I praise God through faith because God is good And he is in control regardless of my situation. So I give God thanks for who he is at all times. And so my praises should praise him at all times because things are going to work out for my good in every moment, in every situation, and every day. I still give him thanks knowing that all things are in his hands. That everything is in God's hands. And the reason why things work out when I keep this posture of giving thanks is because it keeps the presence of God around my life. Because it says in his word, it says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is his liberty and praises are thanksgiving makes the atmosphere conducive for God to work in and will untie his hands and allow who who he is to be displayed in my situation. Who is God? God is peace. God is love. He is he, he is he is deliverance. 
He is all those things that we desire for him to be. And the Bible says that in, in uh, Psalms 22, 22 and three, that he inhabits the praises of Israel. That's what it says. And we are a part of Israel through the bloodline of Jesus Christ. We are engrafted into the body of Christ uh, through the adoption of Jesus Christ that he has uh, that he has performed on the car on the cross. What he did on that cross had has given us privilege to be engrafted into the body of Christ, into the bloodline of Israel. And so the Bible says that he he inhabits the praises of his people. So when it says inhabit, it says to properly or firmly sit down and dwell and remain in the praises of his people. You see that it says to to firmly sit down, to dwell and to remain and the praises and any time you get God to come and firmly sit down in the midst of your situation, he's going to bring everything who he is, who he is inside of your situation. And that's why it says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. And that's why we can't complain or murmur about anything that's going on. All we need to do is open up our mouths clap our hands, whatever you do, play your, your music, uh, uh, read your word, whatever you do to bring God's presence in for your life, do that. And God will come and dwell and sit and be firmly established inside of your praise in that moment, inside of that posture of thanksgiving in that moment in time, just for you just for you in your situation. And when he comes, he's going to bring liberty inside of that. He's going to bring liberty inside of that, you know, but but it is dangerous to do the opposite of, of being grateful or having that posture of thanksgiving. You know, it's very dangerous uh, not to stay in the posture of thanksgiving. Um, if you're not careful, you would do the opposite of that. And that's murmuring and complaining. And scripture decla- scriptures declares that God is against those who murmur and complain. Numbers chapter 14, verses 26, it says, then the Lord told Moses and Aaron, you can read with me. I think uh, this, yeah, this is King James. The scripture declares uh, that God is against those who murmur and complain in Numbers chapter four, 14, uh, verses 26 and through 30. And it says, then the Lord told Moses and Aaron, how long will this wicked assembly keep complaining about me? This is God talking to Aaron concerning his people, Israel. He says, how long will this wicked assembly keeps complaining about me? First of all, let's go back over it. Thanksgiving are having that posture of giving thanks. He said in his word in Thessalonians, first Thessalonians 5, 18, he says, this is my will. The point of giving thanks. He's the Bible says, let everything, let everything. You see that everything that has breath, praise ye the Lord. It is the will of God that everything in this world praise his name or stay in the posture of praising or stay in the position at all times, regardless of what you're facing to praise him at all times, even as now that we're in, in this country, in this society, in this culture, continue to praise God, no matter how things may look, continue at all times to praise him. And he says, I want you to stay away from what's not my will. And he said, the thing that is not my will is complaining and murmuring. 
God hates complaining and murmuring because it tells God that he is unable to fix all things, he, that he is not God, that he's not in control. You, when you start complaining, you begin to bring in doubt. And the Bible says that, that it is impossible to please God without faith because the opposite of faith is doubt. That every time you bring doubt into your world, into your situation, it displeases God. And it does not bring him nigh to you because that is the opposite of praises, especially when he said he inhabits the praises of his people. And that means that when you begin to murmur, complain, he does not inhabit that atmosphere at all. He does not dwell in the atmosphere at all. He does not sit or remain in a doubtful atmosphere. He does not work in that. In order to bring God, you must begin to have that posture of praising him and that posture of thanksgiving at all times. Let me continue to read in Numbers chapter 14, verses 26 and 30. He says, how long would this wicked assembly keep complaining about me? He says, I have heard the complaints of Israel and they have been murmuring against me. So tell them that as long as I live and you talking about eternity. God says, tell them as long as I live eternity. Listen to that. Consider this to be an oracle from the Lord as certainly as you have spoken right into my ear. So every time you complain, the Lord said, I hear it. it. It comes right into my ears. And how many people right now are complaining to God instead of giving him praise and thanksgiving, especially in this moment that we're living in? How many people right now are complaining right now? And I know we are all going through. This is not just a country. This is not just a a particular city or state. No, this whole world is going through this right now. And I know United States is going through uh, this election moment uh, for for our nation. But I'm telling you right now, the world is going through. The world right now is bleeding. And so we are all going through. And I just want to I just want to come on here and tell you the posture that God desires for his people to be in right now. Amen. I want to let's continue right quick. He says he says uh, 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 that now that what you're saying, your murmuring complaining is coming right now to my ears. That's how I'm going to treat you. He says the same way you're complaining to me. I'm going to treat it back to you. I'm going to give it back to you. Uh huh. He says your corpse will fall into this wilderness Every single one of you who has been counted among you, according to the number from 20 years and above who complained against me. And you will certainly never enter into the land about which I I made an oath with my uplifting hands to settle you in. He says you will not even reach the point uh, of your expected end that I have promised you because you complain. Complaining will cause you to miss your, the very promises of God for your life that he has in store for you. Mm-hmm. It is simply saying that complaining and murmuring produces unbelief and causes you to miss the very promises that God has in store for you. You don't want to miss the promises that God has spoken over your life concerning you by murmuring, complaining. He says, complaining. The Bible says complaining. I'm going to say it one more time. The Bible says complaining will cause you to miss the promises that God has in store for you. He says the only one that's going to get the promises is Caleb and Joshua. 
because they believed God when everyone else doubted him when he was going into the promised land. This is in Numbers chapter 14, verses 26 through 30. You can actually read the whole chapter and it will explain to you. See, let me just switch back over to Thanksgiving because that's why David was called a man after God's own heart because he always found himself back in the will of God. And what I mean back in the will of God, he always found himself back praising and giving God Thanksgiving for every situation that he was in, regardless of um, where he was in that particular moment in time. Uh, the Bible says in Psalms uh, 34, it says, uh, David says this, he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Wow. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Regardless of what I'm going through, he says, I will bless him at all times and his praises. Lord, I will give you praise at all times, regardless of how things are, regardless of how things may be. I will still bless you at all times and your praises shall continually be in my mouth, regardless of what I see. I will still bless your name because you are still worthy to be praised. And even when David was in the, in the point of his sin in Psalms 51, David still found himself back. I still found the way back in God's heart. Psalms 51, you have to read it. You have to read it. Psalms 51, he starts off, have mercy upon me, O God, according to that love and kindness, according uh, unto the multitudes of that tender mercies, blot out my transgression, wash me thoroughly from my iniquities. And this is Psalms 51 verses 1 through 15. And it says, cleanse me from my sins, for I acknowledge my transgression and my sins are ever before me against thee. Again, uh, it says against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight that thou mayest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judge. Behold, I was shaped in iniquities and the sin that my mother conceived me. He says, behold, thou desire truth in the inward parts and the hidden parts. Thou shall make me uh, to know wisdom. Purge me with his and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear the joy and gladness that thou bones, which uh, thou hast broken, may rejoice. See, he's always going right back into the point of praise. He says, hide not thou face uh, from, uh, from my sin. He says, blot out all my iniquities. He says, create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit in me. Cast me not away from thy presence. Don't do it, Lord. Don't take away that pre thou presence, God. It says, take not thou Holy Spirit from me. Restore me until, he uh, says, to me to the joy of thou salvation. Bring me back to that point of praising you again, because right now I'm condemned. I feel convicted in my spirit. I need you to bring me back to the point of praising you again. I miss that atmosphere. I miss that place. That posture, that's what he's saying to God. He says, God, I miss that posture of praise. I miss that position. No, Lord, sin has taken me, has taken me away from that posture. Bring me back to that posture of thanksgiving, of giving you praise at all times. He says, bring me back. And he says, and behold, behold, uphold me with a free spirit. You see that? Remove it from me, God. I need to come back to you. And 13 says, then I will teach the, transgress the transgressor thy ways and the sinner shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from bloodlessness. O God, thou God, my salvation and my tongue shall sing. Here we go again. 
aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open my lips in my mouth. This is fitting to show forth thou praises. So David continue to position himself back into the place of giving God thanksgiving. <laughs> he continued to find a way back to that posture of praise because he knows that is the sweet spot of God to give him praises for who he is as the Lord and God that reigns over all things. And this is just a small uh, little message that I want to give to the people right now to be encouraged just to find yourself back in that posture of thanksgiving for this is the will of God for your life in Christ Jesus. <laughs> this is the will of God for our lives in Christ Jesus. And God said, continue to stay in that posture, continue to give him praise, continue to worship him, knowing that he is in control of all things. Please do not, do not do the opposite of that and give the enemy no room, no praise. Don't magnify him at all because God has all power. My pastor say this all the time. He says the enemy may have some power, but God has all power. And I'm just going to continue to pray for this world, continue to pray for to people. Thank you for listening. I'm praying for you that God will continue to keep you in peace, to continue to keep his presence all around you. Even with all this stuff that's going on, I pray that God will continue to uphold you and keep you in perfect peace. And I pray God's will will continue to be in your heart. God bless you. God will. I pray that God sustain you until we meet again. And I just want you to know the godly solution uh, concerning our nation is coming soon. Amen. Please stay tuned. I'm getting it together right now. And I just pray uh, that God will continue to bless you and uphold you. In Jesus' name.